The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Mindfulness of breathing is said to be that involve mindfulness of feeling, a vedana, feeling tone, and um, And one of the things to point out here is that what the mind does, the mental activities we have, the thoughts we have, the judgments, the reactions we have to what happens to us, can often be predicated on what we're feeling. In particular, if we're feeling something which is pleasant, it tends to trigger certain kinds of thoughts, certain kinds of reactions. If there's uh, if there's a little bit, um, if it's unpleasant, that produces different kinds of thoughts and reactions. And some people will react quite strongly when it's unpleasant with all kinds of thoughts and beliefs and judgments and ideas of being for and against. Some people, when things are pleasant, will have all kinds of judgments, evaluations, preferences will kick in. And so this whole wor- the whole world of our mental activity, our thoughts in particular, our mental reactions, are often uh, dependent on how we're feeling, this very basic ideas, pleasant, unpleasant, has a big impact on us. And so, um, one of the things to be aware of as we start getting more and more present in our body is the connection between whether the feelings of things, whether they're pleasant and unpleasant, and how we react to it, how we think about it, how we get activated by it mentally. And, uh, And to be aware of the mental activities in the mind as something that can also relax. Just the fact that you're thinking doesn't mean you have to keep thinking the same way. If you're agitated in your mind and uh, having agitated thoughts, uh, it's not built into the structure of the universe that you're supposed to have agitated thinking. There's no, you know, cosmic requirement to uh, be, you know, thinking a lot, to be involved in your thoughts, to be believing your thoughts, to be planning the future with your thoughts, to constructing better pasts through your thoughts. There's no, no, you know, that these are activities that the mind does, but they're not inherently required. And they can have a lot of energy behind them, they can have very little energy behind them, they can, but you know, we don't have to be involved. And one of the ways to step away from involvement in them, entanglement with them for sometimes, is to relax the, the mental activity, to soften that part of the mind that does all the thinking, that does all the reacting. Uh, just like we can relax a muscle which is tense, it's possible to soften or relax uh, the, the brain, if you will, or the mind. I have this, I like to use the expression, um, the thinking muscle. Because if you pay attention to, um, some people, I'm not saying everyone can do this, but because different minds work differently, but the, um, uh, if there's a lot of thinking going on, 
or a lot of mental reactions to what's going on, uh, it, you, you kind of can feel it sometimes physically. You can feel uh, tension, pressure. Um, uh, you can feel sometimes a lot of energy, agitation, uh, a variety of different ways. And, uh, and you can kind of see it physically on people. You, you know, I'm sure it doesn't happen to you, but if you look at other people sometimes, <laughs> that uh, you can see, you know, they have their, their forehead is all furrowed, you know, they're, they're really intensely thinking about something, or, uh, you, know, they, um, you know, their eyes close when they think really hard, or, you know, they, they're, you know some people have this, uh, you know, are, there's a lot of tension in their jaws, and sometimes you can see the muscles kind of, you know, jaw muscles kind of, you know, tightening and releasing, tightening and releasing. And some people get butterflies in their stomach or pressure in their chest, all kinds of places physically. And, um, and all, those, all that's part of the thinking muscle in a certain kind of way. And so to soften that part of the physical experience that has to do with your thinking, that's, sometimes I think that, that uh, our thoughts are, have these tentacles that spread out into our muscles, like and we're like puppets, you know, with strings. And as we think, you know, those, those the thinking kind of pulls the different muscles this way and that way. And our, you know, our body is just like a puppet, you know, being controlled by how we think and how we're involved in our thoughts. And a lot of it has to do with softening how we're involved in our thoughts. You know, we're for it, we're against it, we're you know, we're engaged in it, we're fueling it, we're we're very interested in it. We give it, a, we give our thoughts a lot of authority. We invest a lot of hope in thinking, thinking that if I only, I can think my way out of anything, all my problems, and so we, a tremendous investment that goes into them thinking. So all these ways of, so the relaxing around the mental formations has to do with uh, relaxing the investment, the authority, the the entanglement, the pressure, the physical tension that's connected to thinking there. So this is, this is part of this uh, second part, of the second tetrad. And, uh, and then connected to this is that there are certain kinds of, uh, of feelings which uh, are very pleasant, which are seen as being supportive for the process of meditation supportive for the process of getting deep more deeply into what's going on now. And, um, and this is a certain kind of sense of well-being that can arise from um, being collected and centered and kind of engaged in the activity of breathing. It's kind of like uh, if you're reading a really good book or doing some nice activity that you really love doing, there's a, there's a kind of almost a physical delight or ease involved in just doing this one activity that can feel very nourishing, very nice. Uh, and it's not just the nature of the activity, that, that thing you're doing, but rather it's the way you're involved. You're harmonizing, you're kind of gathered together, you're, you're unified around the experience, just, just this. So with the breathing, this is a you know, meditation on breathing, it's possible to get uh, so involved with your breathing, so centered on it, that um, that it just feels really nice. Uh, it's not so nice because the, it's not like the breathing itself has to be so interesting, but it's the way we kind of gather ourselves together and give ourselves over fully to that experience 
So we're not distracted. We're not kind of thinking about other things and concerned about other things. We're just concerned. We're there for that experience of breathing. And, um, and if you give yourself fully over to the breathing, the mind will get quite light, quite bright, quite um, delighted, uh, peaceful. Just give yourself fully over to that experience of breathing. And so that as we give ourselves over to breathing, then at some point there can be the birth of these nice feelings that come. Sometimes they're called joy and sometimes they're called a kind of sublime pleasure. And that kind of, of uh, those sensations of, are called, of those good and nice feelings of meditation are something that um, are, we're encouraged to cultivate, to strengthen, to allow them to grow in us as they're there. We don't have to push them away, we don't have to kind of ignore them. But there's an art in meditation of making space for them and allow them to kind of, kind of, I like to think of it kind of like um, them, like a little bit like a balloon. That you can blow up the balloon a little bit, that's nice, but then you can blow it up more. So just kind of let it, you know, let the, let the feelings kind of develop and grow. So that's part of this, um, all part of the second tetrad. So I'll, I'll um, explore this with you in this uh, next guided meditation. So, so in taking a meditation posture, Take the time to have a posture that, or in the posture that you really feel like you're here, connected to this time, this place. Your body is connected to the chair, or your body is connected to your cushion or the floor. I take a few long, slow, deep breaths. And as you exhale, release yourself to the pull of gravity. So you feel a stronger connection with the floor, the chair, the cushion. Breathing in deeply and as you exhale, let your whole torso settle into your pelvis, the base of your torso. The weight of your upper part of your body settles into the lower part. Perhaps softening your belly. your breathing be normal.
But like we did this in the, with the counting exercise earlier, you don't have to count, but give yourself over to really breathing intentionally, fully, really there. Like you're really doing the breathing. Breathing is not a... The breathing becomes an intentional act, fully, completely. Breathing in, breathing out. Each time you breathe, amazing exchange of gases goes on in your body. Emptying out the gases you don't need and taking in the gases that you do need. Settling in and take a few moments to feel your body as you breathe, the full body. It's an amazing thing. It's amazing to be here and present, to have the ability to be aware. And even if the body is unpleasant, uncomfortable, or you're troubled by something, there's something very special about being present for your experience. Not lost in thought, not caught up in other thoughts and concerns, other times and places, but to offer yourself a full attention to you yourself as you're here, your lived experience. The kind of way that you would offer kind, full attention to a friend who might be troubled. So we give our full kind attention to ourselves for these moments of meditation. Gently as you breathe out, as you exhale, breathe out a little bit more than you would normally do. Not by forcing the breath out, 
maybe by relaxing into the end of the exhale. And then see if you can become aware of your thinking muscle. Is there any physical sensations in your area of your brain or anywhere else in your body that you associate with thinking or reacting or the world of mental activity? Might be some subtle pressure or tension. Might be a feeling of being energized in certain parts of your body. Is there a location for you where you are aware of your mental activity, your thoughts? And then as you exhale, see if you can soften the thinking muscle. Relax the brain. Relaxing the muscles that the thinking reaches out and pulls and tugs. There's no need to have any discursive thinking. And if there is discursive thinking, what's the energy that keeps you involved? What's the tension or the pressure, the pull? And can you soften and relax that pressure or that pull?
Some people find it helpful to have the image of flattening out, smoothing out the mind as you would smooth out the wrinkles in a piece of cloth or the waves on top of a, wa uh, of a lake. Let them kind of spread out and become soft and still and flat. you're sitting here, if there's any feelings of pleasant or unpleasant sensations, notice if your mind gets activated around that. And if they do, if see if you can soften the mind. It's okay, just let it be, those sensations. No need to think about them or react.
And then as you're sitting here, breathing, see if you can become aware of any sensations in your body of being content or being or enjoying what's here. Even if you feel some uncomfortable sensations, are there elsewhere in your body some feelings of being that are pleasant, enjoyable, content, that are satisfying, that are nice to be connected to? Some feeling of, physical feeling of appreciation, of sitting here simply with not any, without any responsibilities or anything else to do. Some subtle feelings of appreciation of just being connected a little bit more to yourself than you normally would be. of appreciation or pleasant feelings of being in a peaceful place here at IMC. And as you feel your breathing, are there any feelings of pleasure or any nice feelings in the breathing itself? Any smoothness or softness? Sometimes I think of the rhythm of breathing in and out as being like the rhythm of petting a cat. And the cat begins to cur- the cat begins to purr. Just the simplicity of the body feeling the massage or the stroking of breathing through it.
And as you breathe in and out, see if you can breathe through or breathe with any feelings whatsoever of pleasure or appreciation or delight. Anything any that you have in your body or with your breathing. If you let go of your thoughts or if you soften some tension in your body, does that come with some feeling of pleasure? or satisfaction. If it does, breathe with that, feel it. may very well be something which is uncomfortable happening for you. But if you let, just let that be in the background, no need to be involved in it. And focus instead on breathing with what is pleasurable, what is nice here. Let the pleasure that's here, however subtle it might be, Be together with breathing in and breathing out. you're involved in your mental activity and your thoughts, the more distance you'll be from your breathing and your body. As you exhale, relaxing your mental formations, your mental activity, soften the grip of thinking.
And as you exhale, <clears throat> or as you inhale, imagine that there's more space in your body in which pleasure can spread. They can grow and get wider. Any, any delight or joy that's here, make space for it so it can fill out.
See if you can relax the mental activity. So there's almost like more space in the mind. And in that space, there's space for (coughs) pleasure or enjoyment or something that feels satisfying. And then to end the sitting, you can take a few long, slow, deep breaths, feeling your body, feeling here in the room. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. I was wondering if we can hear from some of you, uh, in what ways do you have access to pleasure or appreciation or joy as you sit here and meditate? What, where, in what ways can you have access to it? Probably a wide range of ways. What are some of the ways in which meditation sitting here, you can access it, connect to it, feel it? Recently, um, when I've been sitting or meditating, um, maybe I'll be maybe it'll be my daily practice, or maybe I'll be doing it because I was in like a bad mood or having a bad day. Um, 
I've just felt this spontaneous gratitude for the practice and just the way it props me up. Mm. And that's been a big piece of why I keep coming back to it is I just, I sit there and I can feel a lot of what was bothering me just sort of, you know, being there but gradually getting quieter. And um, it just, it gives me a lot of happiness. Mm. So So gratitude and appreciation, happiness with the process that you're involved in. Absolutely. Great, thank you. After um, my mother passed away, I had a practice for a while of feeling her love. And uh, having practiced that, I can uh, bring it forth, just the feeling of motherly love inside of me, Mm. which is just incredibly warm and... Uh, joyous and just fantastic feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started with me thinking of her, mm-hmm. but now it just can arise as this feeling of um, motherly love, nice. and nice. that occurs. Nice, very nice. Thank you. Other other ways of as you're, like we were sitting here today with the instructions on pleasure or appreciation. I was noticing as the um, guided meditation progressed that it was less about hearing the actual words that you were saying and I wasn't attached anymore to whether or not I was following along each sentence as you said it, but it was more the cadence and tonal quality of your voice and that was the part where the pleasure was seeping in was just from feeling the guidance without worrying about whether I was doing something correctly. Mm, nice. So the sense of support, perhaps, that came with it. Okay, nice. Um, for me, it was more about... Um, the breath building uh, on itself, kind of the uh, the continuation of the breath, the the, the circle of the breath, uh-huh. that kind of felt like a massage to my tummy, uh-huh. and it was pleasurable. It was kind of like relaxing and enjoyable. Nice, very nice. I actually found your instructions of of identifying the thinking muscle really helpful. So when I started to think, where where is that? Yeah. And relaxing that muscle, and then smoothing the lake. Mm. That very helpful. Thank great. you. There's another mic over here. You can, you can pass that. Just pass it to towards the middle of the room a little bit, so it's ready. So when you asked us to check for this pleasure, and I felt so good about my straight back and just sitting mm-hmm. posture, and just <laughs> felt. It was unusual feeling of such pleasure of just being sitting here and just mm-hmm. in a good, comfortable pause. Nice. It was very interesting. Nice. Straight behind you there. Connection to the Sangha and everyone in this room and just the deep respect for all of our good hearts mm-hmm. here trying to do something peaceful and good in this world. Mm, nice. And uh, I can well imagine that in the room so many people here, 
that some of you did not have much pleasure or joy or appreciation as you sat here because life is full of all the kaleidoscope, all the different ways, you know, whatever's going on, it's all okay. But for some, I wonder if for some of you maybe who, for whom some sense of pleasure or appreciation or delight or joy was not really so prominent for you because something else was, the opposite was much more prominent. Um, could you still connect to something subtle? Was there some subtle delight or pleasure or enjoyment even in, even in spite of the fact that maybe the opposite was the predominant. Um, yeah, there was a feeling of uh, joy and warmth and moments of spaciousness. But um, there's this question that's coming up in my practice in some months is around momentum. Because there's uh, genuinely a lot of things uh, work-wise that are happening, and a lot of strands that I'm holding, like a lot of things I have to remember. And so when I sit, it takes me quite a while to like let go of that momentum and come to some modicum of stillness. And then it makes me question about like, okay, I go to a retreat and I'm having these, you know. Uh, beautiful experiences of stillness and peace and then I'm out of retreat and then I have all this momentum and so it's like this back and forth and yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a great concern great great topic to explore I'm glad you're raising the question someone else is sitting here when you any subtle pleasure or appreciation in spite of other concerns that were going on for you Yes. So yes, I'll it's on. It's, it's green. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So at at the beginning, um, I'm under physical pain right now, and I noticed a connection that um, it was actually beautiful. It was a week ago that I realized that when I'm in physical pain, I have negative thoughts. And I was like, wow, I never thought about that before. Um, and so I was having a lot of negative thoughts. And, and when you started to prompt to look for you know, something subtle, uh, it was very interesting because it was just... Suddenly I felt I was kind of in, in a cone of light and peace and, um, and felt the warmth from people around and... and then my negative thoughts went away. And the pain? Well, the pain is still there, but I can deal with it if I'm not adding to it. Mm, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I was connected to something that I've been wondering about for a long time. And that is when I have a disturbing thought, I want to move. And um, physically move your posture. My body wants yeah. to move. You know, you can't handle it. You know, it's sort of. I wonder about that. And uh, mm. the um, now I don't know if the if this is. I mean, I'm glad that I'm seated here and that I'm settled and that I'm one with all of me. I mean, that's really great. But I don't know if that's a thought, or if that's, um, mm. or if that's a feeling, or mm. what that is. Mm. But it's nice to have. Oh yeah. That's, a, that's all. You, all you need to do. 
<laughs> and in terms of the mo- desire to move, whenever you have something uncomfortable, uncomfortable thoughts, there's a time and place like meditation where it's you know, sometimes useful not to move and just stay with that. And then there's definitely times where it's really important to move. And so, you know, like sometimes in the privacy of your own home, alone or something, uh, you might actually uh, almost like dance the discomfort. Let, let it really flow and move and see what wants to happen if you give it movement. And if, if your year, if you, after your year, many years of you of sitting really still and not moving, it might be good to give yourself time to really give your chance to move and see what happens to this whole stuff if you give it its chance. So one more question for you, and that is, um, in this focus on pleasure or joy or appreciation, feeling it in your body, uh, and making space for it, kind of opening up and allowing it to be there more, was that, was that interesting? What happened to some of you? Did, did it grow? Did it shrink? Did it... What happened? This little movement of making space. Remove the mic. Where's the mic now? Upon those instructions, I felt the tendency to start to force it, and I really then uh, remember that you said, let there be, mm-hmm. <laughs> because the first intention was like, okay, now I need to really concentrate on this. Um, and that didn't work very well. So um, that difference of sort of letting there be space versus forcing there to be space for it was something that I noticed. Uh-huh. Great. I really felt, um, and in your permission to savor the feelings, um, an expansion of of, of uh, the soothing and lightening feeling. Um, and even though there was some pain going on in my knee, I just sort of let that fade into the background and it just, it still uh, uh, felt very, not extremely, but, but some expansive uh, lightening. Nice. So the art of this kind of meditation is to uh, uh, recognize when there is a sense of well-being that comes from the practice, or just comes from just being present and being here. And then having that help you um, stay with the breath more, keep you more here, as opposed to feeling good feelings and then starting to think about, you know, oh, it's great, and this reminds me of that, and wouldn't be nice to have more of this, and I plan to go on more retreats, and... You know, and the, 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 you know the mind starts. You know, it actually. You know, it, it just becomes a door to you know more thinking rather than less. But the idea is the idea is to use the experience of well-being, of pleasure, and joy, to help you kind of get more focused, to stay more with the breath, to enter into the world of breathing even more. So it's kind of I, I think of it as a cheerleader. It's like you feel these good feelings, and yes, it's going well. It's great. Let's help these stay present. Get help the mind get quieter. So this, the instructions the Buddha gave was breathing in, breathing out, feel joy. Breathing in, breathing out, feel pleasure. Breathing in, breathing out, feel the mental, act- be aware of the mental activities. 
breathing in and breathing out, and then relaxing the mental activities. So, um, so even sometimes when there's a lot of pleasure, that can elicit a lot of mental activity. And the idea that uh, the movement we're going here is letting any kind of extra activity, agitation, settle and get quiet. But there's a place for joy, and a place for pleasure in this practice, and it can be a support. Um, you, people can get too involved in trying to engineer pleasure and joy, and probably that's not very helpful. But it's um, but to recognize that it has its place, and you want to, and to recognize when it's there and make space for it, as opposed to ignoring it. Some people have never heard that pleasure and joy is part of meditation, and so they ignore it. Like you know, it comes up like you know, not that you know, it's, and um, but there's an art to letting it grow and. It, and as we get concentrated, it's natural to, for feelings of pleasure, of delight, of joy to begin bubbling up. In the same way, it's natural if you're completely absorbed in a wonderful book, you might start feeling feelings of well-being. It just feels nice to be there and connected and cozy. So this kind of cozy feeling of just being really there. That can't happen if your mind is fragmented, jumping around, caught up with all kinds of concerns elsewhere. So if you have gathering yourself together and being right here with a breath, uh, it allows these wonderful things to happen in the body and feelings to arise. Does that make some sense? So let's uh, take um, another break and we'll come back and do one more meditation, I think, before lunch. Uh, maybe a short one. So let's take 15 minutes and maybe we can uh, ring the bell in 10 minutes. So I ring the bell at uh, quarter to 12. And let's do it in silence again. <laughs> 